Hello, and welcome back to the Test Drive Podcast, brought to you by Sport Car USA. I'm your host, Lee Baudet. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Lee Baudet, host of the Test Drive Podcast. We've done about, oh, 2021 of these so far. With me is Scott Nickerson from Sport Car USA. Hello, Scott. Hello, Lee. And then our guest today is going to be Scott Pelkey, who works at Handy Toyota in St. Albans, Vermont. And he's an interesting guy. We've got lots of cars that he has owned that we want to talk about. I'm the host of Test Drive on the YouTube channel. I've been a radio broadcaster for over 40 years a host and frontman for Sport Car USA, and, of course, a car enthusiast my entire life. So, Scott Pelkey, we welcome you to the podcast. Thank you very much. Great name, by the way. Yes, solid solid name. Why is that a great name? (laughs) (laughs) It rolls off the tongue, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Scott, you've owned a lot of cars, and I've been up to Handy Toyota quite often since Sport Car USA is located in northern Vermont as well. You're driving a 22 Dodge Charger Scat Pack Widebody. That is correct. That is quite a mouthful. Tell us about that car, how you acquired it, why did you want that car? And I guess it does like 500 horsepower, right? Yeah, 500 plus. All right. I've had a lot of cars. I actually traded in a a Corvette um, for this car. And I've always wanted, I like the Dodge Hemis, and I always wanted one, never had one. So that's why I bought this one here. Um, couldn't find it locally because they're hard to come by so ended up taking a trip down to mass uh, to pick this one up at a dealer how'd you find it uh, i did a search for i think it was like true car or one of those search sites for that you've done, you've done quite a bit to it too i know when we were we were setting up for the classic a few weeks back we yeah, saw you coming shop. back from um cars and coffee i think yeah um so we saw your car rolling by, and Lee and I were both talking about it, and it's very noticeable. You've got some uh, pretty unique features on there. Yeah, I've done quite a bit to it, actually. Um, Was this your list? Oh, yeah. Of everything you've done? He yeah. has a list of a mile <laughs> long. That he has done to his two, 22 oh, wow. Dodge Chargers. That's quite the list. Wide body. Oh, well, my goodness. Well, Lee was saying it looks kind of like it should be in NASCAR, with the especially the lettering on the wheels. That was my last upgrade, uh, the tire lettering. Oh. All right, you start know, from the top. Yeah, though. and you know, the thing is, you don't see many cars that have the white letters anymore. No. I've even gone to a couple of car dealers, uh, not just car dealers, but tire stores in general. And most of the tires, you can't get them. No, you can't get them anymore. And I think it, when, when I saw you with Scott last weekend or two weekends ago, that looked just like a NASCAR right off the track. That's my. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. Get that race car look. All right. Well, tell, cool. yeah, yeah. tell us what you've done to Give this vehicle. Read your scroll of <laughs> parts. Um, I have an MBRP Catback Race Series exhaust system on it with carbon fiber tips. And the thing gives it a really good sound. It's mm-hmm. not too loud, but it, it sounds really good. We know you're coming. Yeah, you can hear me coming. I still have the factory cats on it, so everything's legal. Um, <laughs> they change the laws again. Right. Yeah, for now. <laughs> I, could, I put a uh, AFE Momentum GT cold air intake on it uh, for the cold air intake. Gives it a little more power there. Did, did you do all this work yourself? Uh, I did all the installs. Uh, myself uh, actually i have a painter that painted that intake for me a local painter um that did that he does online painting for me hmm. he's local to st Albans. um so that does match the vehicle paint yeah and i did uh this company called two brother designs uh does a lot of 
custom Mopar parts and I have a lot of custom underhood painted parts by them as well to match the vehicle. Which is in what color? Uh, red and black. Is there a special name for the red or is it just? It's a Torred. Torred, okay. PR3 is a paint coat on it. So. And you've got the, do you have black, you have black stripes, right? Yeah. Down the middle? Carbon stripes on Yep. Um, what else have you done to it? I have a Barton pistol grip shifter on it. Um, gives it that old school look. Mm-hmm. Um, I love those. We had a Mustang, I think it was a Mustang for a while that had one of those and it looked sharp. Or no, a Camaro. It's good. Yeah, really. It's the green flash Camaro that had it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. good. Um, let's see. I got a lot of carbon fiber interior trim pieces. Yep. Uh, just about everything that you can. Yeah, I've seen some of the pictures. carbon fiber on it. It's got carbon fiber. Is it real carbon fiber or is it uh, dress no, carbon it's fiber? It's dress carbon fiber. It's made okay. by. So you're not doing any weight reduction with that? No. With that stuff? Weight, but yeah. It looks better than yeah. some of the factory trim pieces. Right. It's not cheap either. No, it's not cheap. No, real carbon <laughs> fiber is, it gets pricey. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. I got a BMR strut tower brace on it. That's custom painted on the top as well. Um, window tent by Five Star. I got jack and pucks on it because the factory has uh, pucks on the back, but they're like plastic. Hmm. So these are aluminum, nice aluminum. So I put those. They didn't come with the bucks on the front, so I put those on the vehicles. Go back to your tint. You mentioned Five Star. They're located in St. Albans, Vermont. They do window tinting and a whole bunch of other graphics and yeah. things like that. In Vermont, now I don't know if it's different in other states, but it mm -hmm. probably is. It's illegal to have your windows tinted driver's side and passenger side. Right. Front, anything to the left and right directly of the driver is considered. Right. Really but what tinkable. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of cars that have full tint all the way around. And I've been told, this is unofficial, that police officers will not pull you over unless you're doing something stupid. Yeah. They're pretty, yeah. They're pretty less lenient on that now. Did you, get, did you get the tint that matches the factory tint in the from the rear windows or did you go darker to go darker no it's 20 percent. okay yeah that's about that's right. relatively about light still matches the factory pretty much yeah, yeah. you can see out of it so i had it done to my vehicles too and i'm not worried about getting stopped yeah i've i've got 15 percent tint on all mine except the windshield the windshield is where they start to care yes, a little bit that's a bit yeah. Even yeah. some people have their windshields like you can barely see out of them at night like i have to roll my windows down to see my mirrors yeah, at night yeah and mine's not even that dark and i get that it's a safety precaution for the officers right because they can't see in your vehicle can't see in your vehicle right so right. if you're touting something it's yeah. a little scary yeah, yeah. definitely so. anyhow back to your list um as we talked about before i got tire lettering by tire stickers um and they are a permanent um they're stuck on there with tire cement so you actually need pliers, yeah. pliers to take them off yeah they won't fall. so they don't so paint over the act the lettering it's all oh, okay um, so it's fused to the tire different colors if you hmm. want there's a whole array of colors you can get, and, and you can have whatever saying you want on it. Those must be low-profile tires, right? Yeah. Is that what they call them? You get different size, height of letters for them. Okay. Hmm. Different colors. So. Nice. That's cool. Uh, a lot of race uh, series use them. Maybe we can get a picture of his car to put up. Yeah, we'll definitely throw a picture up. Part of this podcast, yeah. sure. Um, I actually changed the brake pads on it. Well, the factory ones have a lot of brake dust. So I put some Power Stop Extreme Street carbon ceramic pads on it. Yep. And they work really well and a lot less brake dust, if any at all. Do you notice less, like, fade 
in them too because I, I mean i don't know if there's a great way to test it but you know if you're using your brakes a lot the hotter they get the, the less they work basically no, they seem to work better than better than stock better than stock and i don't have to clean the wheels as often That's right nice. which is nice yeah um I mean, there's some some other stuff, but mm -hmm. that's the major list that I have done on it. Um, I did do a throttle controller for it. Um, What's that? What brand is that? Plug it in. It's a roar pedal. Okay, because I've heard of others, and I can't remember what they are it's off the top of my head. But this one's Bluetooth, so you can oh. on your phone and change the parameters on it. And that's just it how just, your it just gives pedal the, uh, responds to your foot. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Less less lag. It doesn't do anything for power. Right. It's it just, just delivers it. Yeah. More accurately. So was, was this a dream car of yours? How did you come upon a 22 Dodge Charger Scat Pack that you said, oh, boy? Well, when they first came out, I didn't know they were making a wide body. So I was just looking at cars. I was, as I always do, look at cars. Mm -hmm. And I, I can attest to that. Found, saw a picture of this wide body. like, man, that looks pretty nice. Mm -hmm. um, like to get one of those someday. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't in a position at the time because they, they are pricey. But I ended up finding one and I could afford it at the time so I pulled the trigger on it. Did you buy it brand new? It was, might as well say it was new. It had 300 miles on it. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, someone did buy it um, and had it. One payment? Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> I guess he goes through vehicles really quick. Huh. than I do. I was going to say, I think uh, it's it's quite the competition between you two because you've yeah. got an interesting story with this car, right? <laughs> yeah. Where you kind of sold it? Yeah, I, I had it listed on eBay and I had it sold, like 100% sold, and I um, changed my mind. I couldn't do it. Mm. I couldn't let it go. Well, the, I've, I've heard of buyer's remorse, but you don't I, hear I about did, seller's I, remorse very often. <laughs> so you actually I had, had somebody who wanted to buy it? I had seller's remorse, yeah, and they even came back and offered me $1,000 more, mm -hmm. and I, I couldn't do it. With your long list there of items that you've done to the car, is there a part of that list at the very bottom that says amount spent? <laughs> no, I did not put that on. No, that's here. probably you know smart. What? You don't want to know that number, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what's next then? Do you have some upgrades that you'd like to do? Are you going to supercharge it? Well, I was looking at doing a, a supercharger on it, but um, they're not really designed that engine mm. without doing the whole engine job bottom end. You might as well. And you have to take the motor out to do it on these cars. And it's a lot of money. And you might just, as well just buy the Hellcat just, that we have. I'll just get a Hellcat. Yeah. We have a list of nine cars that you've owned. We're going to go through them uh, quickly. But as far as all nine cars, where does this Dodge Charger Scat Pack wide body stand amongst them? Well, you always strive for the best, right? Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'd have to say I like this one the best so far. Yeah. Well, in the car you, I remember when I first started, um, like when I first met you, you had the Corvette. Um, and I don't even remember, like all of a sudden you were just driving this to work one day. Uh, and you, someone had mentioned that like, oh, Scott sold his Corvette. I'm like, oh, that was like a really, that was like a rare Yeah, it was a edition, 2012 right? uh, Chevy Grand Sport Centennial Edition. And there was only 2,201 produced. That must have been a hard thing to sell too, right? Yeah, it was. that was hard too. But I had uh, some neck issues going on personally, and it was hard getting in and out of that car. They were much lower to the ground than the Charger. 
um, I got sick of rolling out of it. So. Yeah. Did you sell it to somebody? I actually traded it in. For you the, traded for it? The scat pack. Okay. In. Yeah. I hmm. drove it down to Boston and traded and he really wanted it and I wanted that car he had. So It's a good deal. I got a good deal. So. Hmm. I would think Sport Car USA would have been interested in that car. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah it was a Grand Sport you said? Yeah, it was a Grand Sport Centennial and had uh, less than 3,000 miles when I got it. Did you do anything to that one? Mm, not really. No? no? I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's a... And I wanted to leave it. Yeah, if it's a special edition yeah. one, you're not going to want right. to change too much of, about it. Yeah. So take us back to your first car that you ever owned, I believe, a 71 Camaro SS 396. Yeah. That was your first car ever. That was my first car ever. Nice car to have for That's a first car. That's a good car. first car. Yeah. I, I had a Corolla. Well, we moved up this way. Actually, it was Jericho. And um, I worked for my dad building this new house of ours. And I told him, I don't want to see any money. Just pay me at the end when we're done. Hmm. And when we finished... How old were you? Uh, 18. That's... A pretty smart financial decision for an 18-year-old to make. So yeah, it is. I got my money. We went, of course, we went looking for cars right off. Mm -hmm. and I found this one locally in St. Albans and ended up buying it. And actually, my dad almost got divorced over this because he <laughs> let me buy it. And mom thought I was going to kill myself. Because well. <laughs> she said, hey, you let him buy the biggest Chevy motored car that's out there and i'm like no mom they make a 454 yeah <laughs> yeah this is nothing so i had that one for a while until i got two speeding tickets in it oh. one weekend oh geez, one weekend and uh i decided it's probably time to get rid of this thing so i ended up getting rid of that and, and uh, trading it in for a, a brand new dodge daytona so it must have been oh. your first brand new car obviously first brand new car yeah. 18 and that was 18 that was a lot less powerful. A lot less powerful, yeah. Yep. It's probably a smart choice. And um, my mom was mad at that one, too, at the dealership. I actually huh. bought it at Handy's downtown store hmm. way back Back when it was day. a Dodge. Mm -hmm. It was a Dodge dealer down yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, I bought it there, and I didn't even have a co-signer. And she was mad because uh, they let me buy it without a co-signer. <laughs> That's impressive, 18 years old, because it's, it's tough to establish credit when you're that young. Right. They tell the young people today to... Go take out a credit card. That's going to help your credit score. I could never figure that one out, but by getting a credit card, showing that you can go into $10,000 debt in one day, yeah. that's going to help your credit score. And it yeah. does. It's like you got to spend money to make money sort of Yeah, scenario. exactly. So that was your first new car. We're talking with Scott Pelkey. He's uh, here at uh, Handy to Toyota, excuse me, in St. Albans, Vermont. And Scott Nickerson is with us as well as he usually is from Sport Car USA. I'm Lee Bodette, your host of this Test Drive podcast. Your third car, a 97 Camaro Z28. Yeah. Back to a Camaro. Yeah. Back to a Camaro. Couldn't stay away. No. You've had a couple Camaros. I was actually a Chevy guy at heart um, when I first started out. I know. Blasphemous. I'm a car guy now. I like <laughs> yeah. everything. Anything with a motor makes noise. What do you think about the Camaro going see you later next year? I'm not happy about it. No. Are you going to try and snatch one up? I don't know. Camaro's still in your blood, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it the is. Mopar's going away. The V8 yeah, is yeah. going away, so you've still got something. Yeah. It should increase in value, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it will. So, um, Absolutely. But you're, the, you had another car, a 2009 Chevy Cobalt. 
SS Turbo. Yeah. Isn't that a little car? It is a very you little s- car. It seems like you're oh, bouncing okay. around between performance and not quite as yeah, much performance. He is performance. worse than me, though, I think. Yeah, well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a tie. Well, this yeah. isn't even including, like, regular cars, so to speak, right? Right, right. No, but I did a little work to that. Um, not much. You, you don't have to do much to those cars. At factory, they come with 260 horse. In a tiny car? In a tiny car. Not very car. heavy. Actually, 264, if I'm not mistaken, but hmm. um, I jumped it up another 100 just by doing a tune and a intercooler and a downpipe on it. So really, that? 164 horse. Just that for 100 more horsepower? Yeah, and I was beating a lot of V8s with it. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever gone to like a drag oh, yeah. strip? or Drag strips with it, yeah. What did, so you took that to the... I don't remember what it ran for a time, but it was decent for what it was. For a cobalt? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And you're doing most of the work yourself? Um, that stuff I did, yes. Um, a lot of the stuff I try to do if I can. Um, some of the bigger stuff, uh, like a supercharger or something. Like That's a lot. I have, uh, had Quentin Brothers do that for me. Yeah. And then you did something that Chevy owners are rolling over in their graves. You went to a Ford. Yeah, my first Ford. I never <laughs> thought I'd own a Ford. Um, my best friend at the time was a big Ford guy, and he got me into this 2004 Mustang GT that I ended up having Quentin Brothers put a Kenny Bell supercharger on it. I'm sure that was a fun car. Uh, to give it a little more power. Quentin Brothers has been part of Sport Car USA. They they specialize in increasing power. and oh, yeah. he's, They're good at that. Yes, oh, they yeah. are. They actually yeah. did two cars for me. After I got rid of that one, I, I, had a, I got a 97 Mustang Cobra, Cobra out of uh, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, bought it sight unseen and had it shipped up. And... They did a pro charger on that one, and it made 625 horsepower. Mm. What what is it stock? Like four? That one's 350, I think. Oh wow, that's a double the yeah. horsepower, just about. That's yeah. crazy. This was back in 1997 with that Cobra. Yeah. That's Wait, a when lot did of horsepower? You, yeah. So you had the the car was a 97. What what year did you do the work? Um, I actually sold it like two years ago, and I had it for four years, so. Okay, About six, six years, years six ago. Years ago. Hmm. Did you ever take that to the drag strip? Oh yeah, I'm sure that was uh, that, that was, probably set some good yeah, times. It ran pretty good. It ran at 1245. Hmm. So you that probably was, that was a manual. If you're putting that much more power in it, you got to do a whole bunch of stuff down the line too, like drivetrain, yeah. transmission, oh, yeah. fuel. Yeah. What did it run on for fuel? Was it just regular regular fuel? fuel? You have to change the injectors. Right. So you weren't run, running on like race fuel? No, I didn't get into that. <laughs> That's, That's I've seen some, yeah, on all, but for all fronts, actually putting the fuel in is, you know, yeah. that adds up. A couple of Mustangs you had, and then lo and behold, you went back to Chevy. Another Camaro, uh, 2018, yeah. bought that new. Camaro's in your blood. Dealership in Pennsylvania. Hmm. Went and got that one, um, drove it home, brand new, and that one I did a lot of work to, too. Hmm. Uh, a lot of engine work and cosmetically so that was a lot of fun that was really hard to let go but i traded that for the the corvette uh, i kind of regret that one a little bit the camaro or the corvette yeah, the corvette okay but i mean the camaro the camaro yeah i'm sure it makes it easier when you're going into something that's really cool though yeah like the, the first week you're like oh, i miss the other one but when you're driving that you know special edition corvette around you can't be that upset. No, I wasn't too upset, <laughs> but you can't have them all, right? So is it, which is that your biggest regret? 
as far as selling. Yeah. Probably. If you were to get one back. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is there any car that you've owned that you said, yeah, I wish I had it back, which you just kind of alluded to there, but is there any, like, impulse decisions you made? Like, what was I thinking? Speak coming from someone who makes some good uh, yes. impulse vehicle purchases. Very, very impulse vehicle <laughs> purchases, yes, for me. Well, obviously, the Camaro, my first car, um, being announced would have been worth a lot of money if I still had yeah. it. Yeah. You know, Little did your I, mom I, I know. I didn't know what I had. And, yeah. And I, being that I got two tickets in it one weekend, <laughs> I figured, you know, it, it's probably time to go. And Did you uh, did you get most of your money back on it, or did you take a... Actually, I got more money back for it. Oh, well, then that worked out well. Well, that did, yeah. <laughs> but, but I could have got a lot yeah. more. Well, well it, the, the difference yeah. in the speeding tickets, it probably evened out... Oh, yeah. To be just about well, I didn't same. tell you this story, but when I got the tickets in that car, um, I, and I bought the new Daytona, mm-hmm. I lost my license. So I had a brand new car, and mm-hmm. I just got a week, drive. and I couldn't drive it. My, I was still living at home, and my dad had it in the garage and, and told me I'd be taking my bike to work. Hmm. So was there any punishment from your parents when you got two speeding tickets in one weekend? Yeah, here's a bicycle. <laughs> that was it, right? Yeah, well, that, was yeah that was the punishment. Put your car in the garage. You didn't. They, they didn't stop feeding you at, at dinner time or anything. <laughs> no, because they worked me. Yeah. They needed to feed me. Yeah, and say you're uh, you're employed by them, so yeah. they're gonna need you healthy. <laughs> when you get your speeding ticket, Scott, was it the same officer in the same town or what? I was actually. I was. I grew up in uh, Pittsburgh, and I went to Otter Valley, so I was headed. I was graduated, obviously, and I went back to see some friends to show them a car, and I got a ticket in Middlebury on the way down, and then I got a ticket in, um, I think it was in Leicester on the way back. Mm-hmm. So it was the same trip. Same trip. Yeah, this is all in Vermont he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Two different days, though. Okay. Oh, right. Technically, it was overnight. Local yokels or stadies? Uh, stadies. Yeah. Okay. Both of them. And they do you remember? Were, they were probably surprised that there was an 18-year-old yeah. driving that Camaro. <laughs> do you remember how fast you were going? Um, well, Route 7, speed limit's 50. I think he said I was doing 67, so I don't think it was crazy. Oh, it's not that crazy. Yeah, not bad. Those cars, it's easy to do. Anyway. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah, that's, they want, so that's what they want to do. You weren't necessarily doing anything stupid. No, you're just I was by myself. Going you know, faster just, there than you should have been. Yeah. That's like regular well, speeding, yeah, I feel I like. That's, that's regular speed. People do that all the time. Yeah. So... If you had to pick a dream car, not necessarily among the ones that we've been talking about here on our Test Drive podcast, what would Scott Pelkey's dream car be today? If you could Probably have any car. a new um, Z06. Yep, Corvette. Corvette. Good yep. choice. Yep. What about the, have you, have you looked at the, the E-Ray? The one that's got the hybrid I gotta have something powertrain. Yeah. That's fair. Louder is it's better. faster, but I have to have uh, some kind of a noise. That's fair. No problem with the mid-engine and the no. C8s? No. No problem at all. No. Have you driven one yet? No, I'd love to. But we got a couple. I yes. Stingray yet. Sport Car USA has all I kinds know. of sport cars, modern muscle cars, and we certainly do have a couple C8s, I believe. Maybe Lee can take your first spin in his, let you ride Maybe. Passenger. I don't charge too much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't charge too much. <laughs> we'll have to see about that. So, Scott, anything you'd like to add to our podcast today here, our Test Drive podcast? 
Um, You're a car enthusiast. You love cars. You go to cars and coffee all the time. We have a big car show. I love going to car shows to see what everyone's got. If there's anything new out there. Um, I'm just a big car guy. I always have been. When I was a kid, if I heard a car going by, I'd have to run out and see what it was. Were your parents into cars? I mean, it sounded like your mom was not My super much of a... actually got me into cars. How did that start? We old cars. Um, we'd go to car shows together. Hmm. And that's pretty much how I got started. Hmm. The car shows together. And he liked the old stuff. Right. Did did any of your parents or your grandfather own anything? Yeah, he had some... Special? Some nice Cadillac, Eldorados and Convertibles. And it was less about power right. as much in those days as like luxury. luxury yeah. He liked all the chrome and oh, I hate it, chrome. It all comes down to the era that you grew up in yeah because mm-hmm. i'm not I, you know i'm i'm uh, old but uh, older i'm not older than these guys i'm not into like model a's and model t's and uh, hot rods mm-hmm. i'm into cars from the 60s and the 70s and 80s that kind of thing yeah whereas my dad he would would see he would say just the opposite what i just said right and i'm more You're, from the modern yeah. muscle era so yes yeah it's, it's interesting nice and blend. like you were saying like it started with those like older cadillacs and now you're driving like a super high horsepower four-door sedan yeah so it's like the same but different like right. it all starts somewhere but the end product is not the same no, it's definitely different well sport car usa is not located very far from handy toyota and it's not uncommon for us to come up to handy toyota to visit mm-hmm. and i'm sure in our upcoming visits We'll probably see something else. Yeah, we'll see Scott Pelkey. What your next has. ride is, <laughs> right? To be continued. Yeah, yes. to be continued. Yes, but we we want to know that if you do sell your wide body, let us know when you do it and what you're replacing it with. I would definitely do that. All no right. Problem. Scott, anything else for Scott? No, I wish you luck Scott in selling that you will eventually be doing. Um, hopefully, you can commit to it this time. <laughs> Thanks to Scott Pelkey from Handy Toyota for being with us and Scott Nickerson from Sport Car USA. I'm Lee Bodet, your host, and want to thank you for joining us today for our Test Drive podcast number 21. And we remind you to check out our Test Drive series on YouTube, and we'll see you next time on our Test Drive podcast. And remember, let's never forget the men and women serving this great country of ours. Goodbye, buddy.